You're listening to a word from the Lord, the podcast. My name is Pastor Michael E. Tong, and I serve as the senior pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church right here in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma. And I'm also a co-founder of a word from the Lord, Inc. And when you get an opportunity, I would love for you to visit our website at awftl with Dr. Michael and Kimberly Eton.org. AWF is uh, the initials for Word from the Lord, with spelled out, Dr. Michael and Kimberly Eton.org. And you can get to know our ministry and our vision. And in short, our vision is to share the Word of God with as many people as we can, and in many ways as we can, in Jesus' name. So if you'd like to support our ministry, after you listen to the message, God use uh, this message to touch and reach you in such a way that you would like to give. Uh, visit that website, AWFTL, with Dr. Michael McKimbleEton.org or call 1-855-510-1397. To announce that we will begin broadcasting on the first Sunday in June of 2023 on the Now Television Network. It's the second largest African-American television network. And it also is a satellite uh, also. And we're going to be broadcasting uh, throughout Europe. Uh, we heard in London, Paris, throughout that corridor, as well as all over Africa. So we are excited about joining the team at the Now Television Network. We're calling all of our prayer warriors to begin to intercede on behalf of the television program that God would use it in mighty and awesome ways to impact the body of Christ not only in America we'll be heard in America but all around the world so we want to thank you in advance for praying and now we're going to take you to the Bethlehem Baptist Church where I serve as the senior pastor Today, I started a new series entitled The Unlikely Series, and this month we will take a look at some of the unlikely characters that God used in the Christmas or the Christ story that we celebrate during the month of December. Today is Sunday, December the 3rd, and I'll be sharing a message entitled Zacharias a unlikely sire or father. Zechariah, unlikely sire or father. We're going to be looking at Luke chapter 1, verses 5 through 7. Luke chapter 1, verses 5 through 7. And now, let's get into the service where we'll get into the word. Amen. Amen and praise the Lord. Amen and praise the Lord. As we enter our time, thank you. Did everybody get their emblem? Amen. As we enter our time, uh, as always, Bethlehem, we want to be the place that God has called us to be, and that is the house of prayer. Amen. And we want you to continue to intercede during this time, and we're not fasting and praying. Um, until next year, um, but we still need you to intercede on behalf of the saints. Amen. Right. Amen. And uh, 
it happens after singing. It happens after the offering. It happens after what? Prayer. Prayer. Amen. So we want to always be reminded of that in Jesus' name. Amen. I have one letter I just received, and that is from Pilgrim Baptist Church. Today they're going to be celebrating at the 3 o'clock service their church anniversary, 132 years church anniversary service. And uh, guess speaker today will be our own moderator, moderator uh, Abraham Walton of the Corinth Baptist Church and uh, they will be serving or feeding from 1 to 245 uh, so if the Holy Spirit leads you to, to be a part of that we want you to go amen 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 and praise love we are starting a new series this month that I've entitled uh, uh, the unlikely series, the unlikely series. And we're going to be looking at the Christmas story through the eyes of Brother Luke. And Luke was writing to his friend, or Theophilus. And we're going to be looking at the unlikely people that God used during this holiday season or time. We're going to be standing on John 3.16 all month long, and we all should know this one by heart. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, and that's what Christmas is all about, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. And we're going to learn this month about how God used unlikely people to manifest the greatest love story of all times. Mm -hmm. To manifest the greatest love story of all times. And we're going to look at uh, Zechariah. We're going to look at Elizabeth. We're going to look at the life of John. uh, Because the Christmas story from Luke's point of view uh, began with the one that would go before him, the heraldler. Right, right. There you go. And he names the heraldler's father and mother. Mm-hmm. And then he talks about the heraldler, and that's John. Mm-hmm. We're going to look at an unlikely person. I don't think I've ever preached uh, about him, Caesar's, Caesar Augustus, um, because he plays a great role in manifesting what the Old Testament said would happen. Um, They lived there in Nazareth, but uh, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords had to come from Bethlehem. Mm -hmm. Um, So there was a problem, there was an issue, but guess what? God used, oh, Brother Caesar, uh, to send them back to where? Hello, somebody! Come on now! That's why I love this season so much. Hello, somebody. It's our namesake. Oh, and Bethlehem played a great role into what was going to happen. This little place called Bethlehem, Ephrathah, 
And, and the, the Messiah had to come from Bethlehem. Hello, somebody. Then we're going to look at the life of Joseph and Jesus. And then the last message in this series we're going to look at is uh, you, the unlikely story. Hello, somebody. Because Jesus did not just die. He died for you. Hello, somebody. And not only did he die for you, but he died for your will, which means that he has plans for your life, plans for you. And how can he use you as an unlikely person in this Christmas story? And also we're going to end December 31st, uh, starting at 10 o'clock with our sister church, <clears throat> Ecclesia. And we're going to ring in the new year. Amen. All right. Amen. Amen. And praise the Lord. But today we're going to look at um, a message that I've entitled a unlikely sire or father, unlikely sire or father. We're going to be looking at Luke chapter one, verses five through seven. Would you please stand in reverence to the word of God? Stand symbolically saying and I'm going to stand on the word of God in Jesus' name. Yes, Lord. Let's read this out loud together at the same time on three. One, two, three. In the time of Herod, king of Judea, there was a priest named Zechariah who belonged to the priestly vision of Abraham. His wife Elizabeth was also a descendant of Israel. Both of them were righteous in the sight of God, observing all of the Lord's commands and decrees blamelessly. But they were childless because Elizabeth was not able to conceive, but they were both very old. You may be seated in the household of the Lord, an unlikely sire, unlikely sire, or father. We're going to look on around three points as the Holy Spirit gives us others. We're going to talk about a family lineage. We're going to talk about a faithful loyalty. And then we're going to talk about a faulty lot, a family lineage, a faithful loyalty, and a faulty lot. And we want Christians to know today that Christians should be faithful to God for miracles to happen. Christians should be faithful to God for miracles to happen. We're going to look at this brief video and then we'll get into the word. Uh, today we are going to be in Luke uh, chapter 1 verses 5 through 7. Let me read that to you. It says, In the time of Herod, king of Judea, there was a priest named Zechariah, who belonged to the priestly division of Abijah. His wife, Elizabeth, was also a descendant of Aaron. Both of them were righteous in the sight of God, observing all the Lord's commands and decrees blamelessly. But, but they were childless, because Elizabeth was not able to conceive, and they were both well advanced in years. You may not know, but this story is about the birth of uh, John the Baptist, the, the conception of John uh, the Baptist. What I want to point out is where it says that they were both righteous in the sight of God, observing all the Lord's commands and decrees, but... Have you ever been there where you thought you were living for God, doing what God wanted you to do, but something wasn't going your way? You're following God, but you're sick, or a loved one's sick, or something's going on, whatever it is. There's a big but. I want to encourage you today uh, to be faithful to God. The God who can do immeasurably more than all you can ask or imagine will be faithful. 
Stay faithful to Him just as Elizabeth was and great things will happen. Man, the unlikely sire. As we look at the maps today, uh, we're looking at the map of Herod's temple. And Herod's temple, uh, the full size of the temple could be three or four football fields mm -hmm. long. And we're looking at the temple because we always try to figure out where the character is in the study. And we look at the maps and we know that the temple is where? In Jerusalem. In Jerusalem. Amen. And we know that our character today um, is a priest. Okay? He is a priest. And he is on duty. He's on duty at the temple. And he works in this place called the, the holy place. And this was the holy place right here. And this place here is one football field wide or long. Um, so he works here. And we know that he was not at point number two, which is the holiest of holy. Why wasn't he there at point number two, at two, right there, the holies of holy? He's not the high priest. Hello! Only the high priest could enter into the holies of holy. Right, yeah. And they said that when he entered in the holies of holy, and this is the holies of holy, point number two, and this is the curtain at three, the curtain where when Jesus died, split from the top to the bottom. Amen. Um, they said that the, the whole the, the, the priest went in, but they tied a rope around him because if he went into there, what would happen if he was not holy or righteous? He would die. He would die. And what would happen if he died and you rushed in there to get his body? He would die. You would die too. Hello, somebody. And that's why they had a rope around him. Uh, because if he died, they could just what? Drag him on up out of there. Hello, somebody. <laughs> Who wants to have that job? I don't know. <laughs> I'd rather be out here. With who? Who's out there? What number four, number four? The altar of incense. Mm -hmm. Right there. Right. Can anybody tell me who was working right there? Zacharias. Zacharias was working right there in the temple. And this is where we are on the maps and in the temple where he got a revelation. Hello, somebody. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, somebody. So we're going to look at his story today. First of all, uh, the family lineage, mm -hmm. the family lineage, mm -hmm. it says what? Zechariah, what did he do? He belonged to the priestly division of Abijah. Abijah, the priestly division of Abijah, which is a very unique uh, group of people. It's not much is uh, told about them, uh, um, but we know that it was a priestly Division. We know that it was a priestly division. So he had the right family lineage. He came to be in the temple to be there because you had to be a part of the, the certain tribes. Hello, somebody. Anybody know what tribe that was? Somebody said it. 
the Levites, hello, and they were akin to the Levites, hello somebody, so he was a part of and had a great family lineage, a great family lineage, first Peter tells us that you may not come from, oh, a great family lineage down here on earth, um, you may not even know your mother or your father. You may have been adopted or you may have been abandoned as a child and grandmama had to raise you. You, 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 you may not have come from the closest kind of family. There are many children but no connections in your family. Uh, you, you may not have, have been a part of a family that had a great name in the, our culture or in our community. But I want you to know today, and this is very important for us to apply the last part of the message today, I want want you to know that you yourself are a part of what? A royal priesthood. Yeah, Hello, yeah. somebody. If you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, oh, God put you and made you in Old Testament terms uh, a Levite. Oh, and if you're a Levite, it means you, 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 you're like uh, Zechariah in this text. You come from the right family old lineage, it says, but you are what? A chosen people, a royal what? Priesthood, a what? A holy nation. God's special possession. Don't you know that you're God's special? Oh, hello, somebody. Let me say it again. Don't you know today that you are a special possession of God? Oh, your mama may not have loved you. Oh, your daddy may not have loved you. Oh, your family may have rejected you. But guess what? God put you a part of a new family. Hello, somebody. I said, God made you a part of a new family. He made you. You are a part of a royal priesthood, a holy nation. Oh, and what you're supposed to do, especially during the holiday season. And guess what? Yeah, every day is a holiday season for the Lord yes, and for God's people. Why is that? Because he wants us to what? Uh, that you may what? Declare the praise of him who called you what? Out of darkness into the wonderful light. That's what this holiday season is all about. That you've been called a lot of darkness unto uh, the light. Oh, and there's more light, it seems, during this time of the year. Oh, than any time of the year. Matter of fact, people light up their houses. They light up their trees. They light up their, oh, their whole yard. Hello, somebody. Oh, but and it's all because of Jesus. Hello, somebody. Jesus, that, oh, the Sunday school teacher said that he had a special relationship with. Hello, so do you have that special kind of relationship? If you have that special kind of relationship with him, then what? You'll have no problem declaring praise to him not only in December, oh, but in January, February, oh, March, April, June, July. Hello, somebody, you'll walk all through the year singing praises to his name and telling everybody that you know everybody that would listen to you about the Lord about Jesus that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Amen. He was a part of all oh, the right kind of family. Hello somebody. 
right kind of family. So naturally, if you come from the right kind of family, you won't have no problems in life, right? I'm getting ahead of myself. Point number two. <laughs> they were a, a faithful what? Loyalty. Hello, somebody says him who served as a priest. And, and by the way, Elizabeth came from, oh, a priestly line, too. They both was from the right family. She was from uh, the Levite. She traced her clan all the way back to the Levites proper. Hello, somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, so they yeah. both came from the right family. Oh, not only that, but what? They were both uh, had a faithful loyalty. Hello, somebody. It says here. Both of them were what? Righteous in the sight of the Lord. Both of them were righteous in the sight of the Lord. This morning, you're part of a, been chosen to be a part of a holy priesthood. Mm -hmm. But are you living holy? Mm, all right. Ooh. All right. Let me say that again. Good. You, you were chosen to be holy. That's what some Christians don't get. They think they have their own, they can live their own kind of way, live their own life, live any old kind of way, and they want God to bless them, but they won't live righteously. They want God to bless them financially, but they, they don't give their tithes and offerings. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. They, they don't obey. Are you being obedient to the word of God? When he looks down upon your, your life, can, can he say that you are righteous in the sight of the Lord? Every time God sees you, hello, right, somebody, right. You, you, you're righteous. Mm -hmm. Hello, somebody. And, and, and parenthetically, uh, I said righteous, not perfect. Amen. Because this here is an example of how we all stay righteous in the sight of the Lord. All right. um, we have to confess our sins unto the Lord when we, oh, when we fail him, we cannot be perfect. Mm -hmm. But if we confess our sins, uh, we can be righteous. Hello, somebody. Right. When we accepted Christ, uh, oh, we were put in a right standing with God. And that's why it's important that we let the world know all about Jesus because if you're worshiping any other kind of God like they try to put up uh, during this new year, it used to be just about Christmas or Jesus. Hello, somebody. Now they want Hanukkah and all other kind of holidays during this time. And they like to say, well, you just worship God in the way that you want to worship. Uh, that ain't the way it works, honey. That ain't the way it works. You, you've got to worship God through uh, Jesus. Hello, somebody. It's through Jesus that we get our right standing with God. We confess our sins before God because we have right standing with God. And he forgives us of our sins and cleanses us from our righteous, uh, righteous uh, to cleanse us and makes us righteous. That's what that temple was about. That Oh, that priest that went into the holies of holies would be sacrificing a lamb for the sins of the people of God. And when Jesus came along, that's why the, the Bible says that the curtain in the temple where I showed you was split from top to bottom because Jesus would take the place of the priest. Right. Hello, somebody. Amen. Because the priest didn't need a rope. 
hell of something. Jesus did that. They didn't have to rope a dope uh, for the temple when Jesus took over. Hello, somebody. And not only that, but Jesus was symbolic of the lamb that was slaughtered. Hello, somebody. And and parenthetically, that temple, which they say was uh, uh, ultimately was finished, built in 63, I believe. And it was destroyed in 70. Right, yeah. Right. And Jesus yeah, talked about uh, 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 if you destroy this temple, they thought Jesus was crazy. Hello, somebody. But he, he was letting them know oh, that this temple you worship, they still worship it today. Oh, yeah. The wall, where you see that weeping wall, that's the part of the temple there in Jerusalem. They still worship it, and it's nowhere near Herod's temple, and definitely nowhere near Solomon's temple. But God ain't impressed with buildings filled with people who don't live righteous. All right. Hello, somebody. Let me say that again. He's not impressed. He'll tear it all down. Hello, somebody. We, we like to, hey, let's save the temple. And then some of us like to let's save the people who ain't living holy and who ain't living righteous. Let, let's save them. We'd rather they be here. Woo! Ask God about that. Woo! He tore it all down because the nation rejected him as the Messiah. He tore it all down because they weren't living holy and righteous. Are you living holy and righteous? All right. Because that's the best way to celebrate Christmas. Yes, it is. Hello, somebody. It's to live holy and righteous in God's sight. Okay, preacher, now, what does that mean? That's so obscure. Well, it says you want to live holy and righteous. What do you do? Observe all the Lord's command and decrees blamelessly. Be obedient to the word of God. In our day and time, churches are getting away from teaching the word of God. Mm, amen. I have seen uh, places, buildings filled with 50,000 folk. And the preacher will get up here and say, this is my Bible. And after he finished that little mantra, he sets it down and starts talking about, oh, how to feel good. All right. Hello, somebody. Right. And, and many folk look at that crowd and look at the building and think, oh, he must be doing something right. Many old pastors who pass in small churches, uh, medium churches, think that they're not doing something right. No, you may be. They're doing something wrong. No, you may be doing something right. Right. Amen. Because you preach the word and you don't uh, enable your church Oh, to be filled with unholy people, ungodly people. I said this, Lord, the more I pray for revival and for you to add, you seem to subtract. The more I pray, Lord, that you multiply, you seem to divide. Which lets me know he ain't into folk who ain't living holy and righteous in God's sight. He's not into folk. Hello, some or buildings, but he's into people, and I always like to observe. We're just talking about two people. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that church only got two members. Mm-hmm. Think about that. That's what you say. 
Oh, that church only got five members. Oh, really? You ain't impressed with, oh, the five members. You ain't impressed with the two members. But God would rather have two who live holy and righteous because he'll use those two all to impact the world with the gospel of Jesus Christ. He'll use those two who would give birth to John the Baptist who came like Elisha. Oh, and who turned the whole countryside upside down. It was only two people. Yeah. Hello, somebody. Amen. Don't you get caught in the ungodly numbers. All right. Don't you get caught up in the ungodly places that God would rather tear down and have weeping people on the wall than to allow it to exist without him, without holiness and righteousness and godliness. They were observing all the Lord's commands and decrees blameless. They weren't perfect, but they were blameless. Woo! You know, you can live that way. You can't live holy, and, 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 and which means perfect, but you can't live blameless. Yes. Hello, somebody. Nobody can blame anything on you. They can't blame you for stealing folk money. They can't blame you for cheating on your wife. They can't blame you for being ungodly at work because you live in such a way that you are blameless. They were a faith, they had a faithful loyalty. And Bethlehem, God wants us to have a faithful Lord. Yes, he does. Don't worry about the numbers, worry about the holiness. Yeah. All right. Worry about the godliness. Mm -hmm. Hello, somebody. That's what we should be concerned about. And God can take two and reach thousands. Hello, somebody. Because John was a heralder of who? Jesus. Right. And Jesus reached, and that was John 1, Jesus 1. Jesus chose 12, not a mega church yet. Hello, somebody. They had to get what? Spirit filled. Oh, before God could multiply. They had to be spirit filled because before God could add. Hello, somebody. But he started out with a few. Hello, somebody. Faithful. Faithful lot. And, and, and it sounds like what Deuteronomy 5 and 33 says, you must walk in the ways of the Lord your God. God has commanded you so that you may live and prosper and prolong your days in the land that you will possess. God only bless the righteous. We always say, Lord, bless us. God bless us. <coughs> if you want God to bless you, and, and you got to live holy. You got to live righteous. Like that mother said, I have 10 kids and I have no favorites. But they say, Mama, Junior, you seem to favor Junior. You know, you let Junior do everything. And we can't do nothing. Oh, you give Junior. And Mama said, well, Junior, obey everything I tell him to do. Right. Well, Hello, somebody. Mm -hmm. well, why am I going to do something for you and you won't obey me? Well, Hello, somebody. Mm -hmm. but the Sunday school teacher said, 
God don't have favorites, but he does have intimates. Yes, he does. Hello, somebody. Amen. And I want to be a part of that number of the intimates. That's right. Amen. And just naturally, the intimates will be blessed mm. because of that intimate relationship. Hello, somebody. Yes, I like Lord. to say I get more by accident than most people get on purpose. My Lord. Hello, somebody. Well, praise God. I do that because I try to walk and be blameless mm -hmm. in the ways of the Lord. Mm -hmm. And when you do that, it, that's just a natural byproduct unless God is using you in a greater way and gives you a trial that he wants to get more blessings from you. Ask old brother Job. <laughs> Hello, somebody. But in the end, what? He got double for his trouble. And let me go ahead and address. We see he came from the right family. Mm -hmm. He had the right uh, 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 faithful uh, uh, loyalty. Mm -hmm. So that means, hey, I ain't going to have no problems this holiday season. Hello, somebody. I, I, I'm not going to have any issues this holiday season. Hello, somebody. Here we go. A faulty lot. Mm -hmm. Wait a minute. They were from the right family. They were living right and holy. Mm -hmm. Then surely they won't have any problems. That's prosperity preaching. That's what they'll teach you. Right, right. Yes, Amen. See, for you, <clears throat> a problem is an opportunity. Oh, Lord. Yes, Lord. When you live in righteousness. Thank you, Lord. Whew, let me say it again. For you, if you live in righteous, a problem is an opportunity. Yes, 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 sir. And if you have a problem, you need to look for the opportunity to glorify God in it. Yeah, yeah. Amen. Hello, somebody. Let me say that again. Mm -hmm. You have a problem. Mm -hmm. You need to say, hey, Lord, how can I glorify you in it? Mm -hmm. Have you ever noticed that People are more attentive to train wrecks. Mm -hmm. Have you ever noticed yes, sir. that people on one side of the freeway that's free, mm -hmm. no accident, no problem, no trials, right. they will cause a backup. Why? <laughs> Yeah. Rubber neck and looking at the problem on the other side right. of the freeway and cause problems on, your, on their side of the freeway because people like to see accidents and incidents. Mm. Bad news mm. pass uh, spreads faster than anything else. Right, right. Bad news. It's like I wanted to tell about the bad news about what happened yesterday. Well, <laughs> <laughs> he said, Pastor, you were doing good till you start to matter. <laughs> I, I wanted to tell the bad news. I'm so glad I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and you say, you don't start it now, but you notice I haven't mentioned it. <laughs> hey, we going to see. Yeah, right. Because they may be unlikely. They, they might get unlikely. It might be unlikely. Talking about unlikely characters. Unlikely. Hey. I'm more. Uh, I'm, I'm more. Uh, uh, there's, a, there's an opportunity. Tune it in there!
Georgia lost. Oakland The Cowboys lost. How can they not put the Longhorns in the playoffs? <laughs> yeah, but there's a problem there. Yeah. They lost their quarterback. They was a sorry game yesterday. Yeah. Y'all know what happened to TCU? You know what happened to TCU last year when they got in? Got up there with the big boys. Got blown out. <laughs> so, it could be good news. Possibly unlikely. <laughs> but... Elizabeth, the problem was, is that she was childless. Yes, sir. Wait a minute, she came from the right family? Right. Yes, she was living righteously? Yes, and they got problems? He was a priest in the church? He was a pastor and they got problems? Yeah. Yeah. Hello, somebody. Don't let the devil fool you. When you're living righteous and holy and you have problems and, and you want to give up on God, you want to throw in the towel because you got problems. Jesus didn't save you all from your problems. He saved your soul yeah. from hell. Yeah. Hello, somebody. Yeah. Ooh, let me say that again. He didn't save you from your problems. He saved your soul from hell. Amen. Hello, somebody. Yeah. Hello, somebody. So they had a problem. She was not able to conceive. And what? They both were what? Oh, hello, somebody. That's that's the problem. That's the problem. That's a problem. They, 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 they old. It's before this day and time of the Petri dish and, uh, and, 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 and the fertilizer bank and... All them little things that men take, hell of some for all that time. Yeah. It's a faulty lot. Mm -hmm. Oh, you living holy for nothing is what the devil wants you to think. Mm -hmm. You making all these yeah. sacrifices for nothing. That's what the devil wants you yeah. to think. Yeah. That single person, he said, everybody else out there is doing what Prince said. Everybody who, who are Everybody's doing it, but I'm here all trying to be holy and I can't find nobody. Hello, somebody. Don't believe the devil's lies. Hello, somebody. And this is a part of the miracles of Christmas. Oh, the miracles of Christmas is that God showed up time and time again and chose unlikely people to do extraordinary things. Oh, Lord, choose an unlikely church. Oh, choose an unlikely people. Choose us in an unlikely city. Choose us, Lord, to do the great and miraculous things. Oh, that you would. Because we decided to follow you all the way. Luke 1 13 says, But the angel said to you, Do not be afraid. Mm -hmm. After he startled him, Zechariah, because what? They had been praying. Right. That's why we say that, that at Bethlehem we want to make this place what Jesus said it should be. My house shall be called a what? A house of prayer. Don't think that your prayers go unheard. Hello, somebody. His prayer request overtook him. His prayer request shocked him. His prayer request blew 
his mind. And God is saying to somebody, you've been praying, you've been living holy, and you thought that I have forgotten you. You thought that I wouldn't heal you. You thought that I wouldn't provide for you. You thought that it was all over, and all of a sudden God shows up, and I pray he's showing up this morning, startling you and shocking you and letting you know your prayers have been heard. God says this morning, your prayers have been heard. You've been faithful over little things, and I'm going to make you ruler over much. Your prayers have been heard. I'm still the Jehovah Jireh. Oh, that Abraham called out on Mount Moriah. Oh, where the temple itself would eventually be built. I'm here, Jehovah Jireh. I was Jehovah Jireh before Mo or Abraham got to the mountain. I was Jehovah Jireh when the temple was built and torn down and built and torn down. I was Jehovah Jireh. All your prayers have been heard. Yeah. Yes, Lord. And Jesus Amen. Name. Amen. He said, yeah, Jesus, what did I pray about? Which one? Your wife, Elizabeth. Prepare you a son. And you will give him the name what? John. Hello, somebody. Oh, God shows up to this holiday season for somebody to say that your prayers have been heard. You've been crying. You've been praying. You've been seeking. You've been standing on the word of God that says to ask and it'll be given to you to seek and you and, and you will find it not and the door will be open and we tell you all the time that's in the present indicative mode which means to keep on asking, keep on seeking, Keep on knocking. Oh, God says uh, that I hurt you. God says uh, that what you was praying about in the dark, I'm going to, oh, reveal it in the light. In Jesus' name. Oh, you wanted a son to carry on your name. But I'm going to do you a little better. I'm going to give you a son. That's going to be the herald of the name that of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. I'm going to give you a son that's going to cause the nation to repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. I'm going to give you a son that will baptize Jesus, the Messiah. I'm going to give you a son that's going to baptize the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. I'm going to give you the son oh, who's going to come back again when the temple or oh, when the all oh, the trumpets sound and those in Christ will rise first I'm going to give you a son who will hurl about Jesus yeah. oh what a mighty God we serve I said what a mighty God we serve give God another hand clap of praise in this place what a mighty God we serve can turn it around. You're listening to a word from the Lord, the podcast. Again, my name is Pastor Michael E. Tan. And before we leave today's program, I want to take this opportunity 
to let you know the greatest story ever told. The Bible says that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And if you're listening, you don't ever remember a time where you've prayed that prayer of salvation, where you ask Jesus Christ to be in your heart, uh, to come into your heart, where you believe that he died for your sins, was buried and raised again on the third day, then today can be that time. All you have to do is pray after me or pray with me this prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, I come today believing that you are God's only son and God's only way to enter into a personal relationship. I believe today that Jesus is God's only son, that he was buried and raised again on the third day so that today I may be saved. Come into my heart, come into my life, take over my will. In Jesus' name, amen. And praise the Lord. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, you're anywhere near Paul's Valley, Oklahoma. You've been born into the body of Christ right here at the Bethlehem Baptist Church. And I want to see you in the service this coming Sunday at the 11 a.m. service. We start at 11 o'clock. Bring a family member or a friend. And I'm not inviting you to church. I'm telling you to come home because you've been born into the body of Christ right here. And if you are not in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma or driving distance, we're praying that you will find a church home. That's your priority right now. You have to find a church home. Holy Spirit, which was given to you when you pray that prayer, is going to lead and guide you to the right place. And in that place, after the preach, preach, I want you to go down and let them know you've prayed to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and you need a church home. Again, I want to thank you for listening to A Word from the Lord. Again, visit our website at awftl with drmichaelkimberleyeton.org. Get to know our vision. And also there, you can support our ministry. If God has moved this, moved in a way that you just have to give, visit that website, awftl with pastormichaelkimberleyeton.org. We have several ways that you can give to PayPal, paypal.me backslash a word from the Lord. We have also Cash App, a dollar sign, a word from the Lord. And also there are books that you can buy to support the ministry. This month, uh, we're adding or letting you, making available uh, John on the Run, which is a series that I am preaching on the a Word from the Lord TV. So you can get that book or Secret to Your Best Life. Visit the website and support us. We want to thank you for listening today. And may God bless you and keep you is my prayer.